It is 2953 of the Third Age. Erebor has been reclaimed. Saron has fled from Mirkwood into Mordor to begin his pursuit for the One Dream. And the last meeting of the White Council has tasked Gildor and Glorian with assembling a fellowship to stop Umbarian pirates from assembling ancient artifacts from a Second Age prophecy. Join the players of this Adventures of Middle-Earth Dungeons and Dragons campaign as they unravel the mysteries of the prophecy. Welcome to Arda in part one of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Search for Tor Arasia. All of the stuff that's going to happen tonight is plausible. And uh, if you really think about it, it could happen. Uh, if you need an explanation at the end, I'm glad to give it to you. Um, and the other thing I'll say is that you've hit level six now, and things are going to start getting a little more dire. Um, the enemies are going to start hitting harder. Uh, some some of your fights haven't been very hard. The last one was pretty decent, I think. Um, and even though you didn't fight like I thought you were going to fight, you still managed to beat like a big bad. Uh, okay, so are we ready to go? Wait, I need advice. Should I put... Um, I have one more expertise thing to put. Should I do sleight of hand, persuasion, or performance? Do you have acrobatics yet? Yeah, I put, I put my first one in acrobatics. Mm, okay. So I gotta do either sleight of hand, do sleight of hand, or performance. And do sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. I haven't really used it yet. What well, what is that for? Like pickpocketing? Yeah, it might it might come in handy later. Okay. The sneakiest. So. Yes. All right. So. Wow. Go. Um. So you guys roll up to Isengard. Um. And again, this person is is standing there. You. You have, mo- I don't think any of you have met him, but you've heard of him. Uh, so if you want to move your tokens up to Saruman, uh, and you could address him if you want. He's, he's kind of standing out. Uh, again, this is not to scale, obviously, uh, at all. Um, and I was, I was saying how the, the wall of Isengard is, is um, the diameter is uh, a mile across. Uh, like this. Can't move my guy. And, and actually the river kind of runs through this too. Um, the river Eisen runs through it. So, um, he's kind of standing out like, uh, like that scene when Gandalf first comes to Isengard, he's kind of standing on the stairs there. Uh, would anyone like to, to greet him or does anybody know him? How do I, I don't, get rid I don't of the trust him. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder why. I get to go to, I like oh, to select the, him. MJ, the, the other thing I'll tell you, uh, is oh, that yeah. timeline wise, um, and, and you can see this in the handouts if you sort of want to look, um, if you look in the, what is it, the journal at the bottom under handouts, and if you go under miscellaneous, there is, uh, it says, says TA 2953, that stands for Third Age 2953, that's the year that this takes place, and you can see uh, a list of bullet points, sort of where ev- all of the characters that you know from the movies and the books, where they are. Oh, uh, okay, pretty cool. Alright, so Saruman is, is standing there with his staff out. The, the, the gate to Isengard was, was open. Um, there are big chains on the path uh, that sort of mark the trail and keep the forest out. Um, and the, the river Aizen passes on your right. I don't know if Riken would say anything to him. Do you think he would? I think Angolan would be the best. Or, or fair dear, but we'll just send kind of with words. Right. You guys are a little shy today, so, so I will say Saruman addresses you. Um, and he says, uh, he says, uh, I've, heard, I've been expecting you. Um, my guess is that you've come from Lorien, that the elves has sent you here on your quest back to Breland and later to the Grey Havens. 
What can Saruman the White do for you? I'm pretty banged up. <laughs> yeah, we're seeking refuge. He says, well, um, welcome to Orthanc. Um, please come in and um, you may you may take a rest here. Um, if you sleep sleep the night, then we'll, we'll talk it, uh, first thing in the morning. Sweet. All right. Sound Thanks, good? Bro. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> Give him a high five as you walk by. <laughs> hey, how come we can't see everything? So this is a very simplified version of... <laughs> <laughs> what what you remember from the fight with Gandalf and Saruman? This is inside of Orthanc. We'll say it's the next day. Um, Going to kind of speed this on a little bit. This is uh, day eighty-two. You arrived in Isengard on day eighty-five, January fifth. It is now day eighty-two, January the sixth. And uh, Saruman greets you and says, there, "There's there's much going on here." Um, he said, "Did you see the scene from Mordor the other day?" He says the the eye of the enemy has awoken and Mount Dune is is uh, is ablaze. He says this does not bode well for for each of your peoples. Um, he says what you carry with you is a part of a, a greater a greater plan. He says what is it that you seek here at Orthanc? Uh, information about Teradon's wager. He says ah Teradon's wager. He said, and you see him thinking for a little while, and he says, when we set you on this quest, and remember, he's a part of the White Council. The White Council, when they when they last met, they last met in 2953. Um, and so the White Council is made up of Elrond. Um, do you remember in The Hobbit when the, when the group Galadriel, Gandalf, Saruman, um, Elrond, they all met in Rivendell, and they sort of discussed Dogledore and the, the mm-hmm. necromancer who came back. So the White Council met several times through the ages, and the last time the White Council met was in 2953. Um, the Blue Wizard was actually a part of that, the one that you met named Altar. Um, he says, when we set you on this, this, this task, this mission, he said, I, we, none of us knew that Teradon had come into this. He says, what, what information do you have about Teradon, and, and why do you think he's connected to the plight of the Umbarians and of Sauron? Well, we stumbled upon this tomb and found um, this inscription called Teradon's Bajor, and um, we have three of the four artifacts that he mentions, and one of them is the orb that the uh, Umbarian stole. And I'm going to pull this up just so everybody can look at it again. It's uh, it's under the lore cards, under Teradon's Wager. And MJ, you can look at this. Yep. Love you. Um, should be up on your screen now. Yep. And, and so each of these, um, they have a they have a metal plate that has like scrawl on it, like notes. I mean, it's a diamond, and each one of the the points represents an item. They think, um, and and so they think they have uh, that which burns inside of us all. Who's carrying that? Uh, me, be Durinstone. And you wanna, do you want to explain to him sort of my take on Durinstone and what that is? So. Um, basically, like, the, uh, what was the stone called, uh, Lonely Mountain again? The Arkenstone. Arkenstone. So it's kind of like the Arkenstone, <laughs> but it was found in a tomb of, uh, where Durin had, um, completed okay. Durin's yep. march. And we found it there, so they're saying that, uh, his take on it is that, like, we're all born of the mountains and we all leave behind something like Durin's stone or the Arkenstone. 
the original okay. the original dwarves awoke in the mountains and where they awoke um i say they left behind part of the actual essence of creation that which the the greater god iluvatar and yeah. put in put inside the heart of, of of all it's like the life force the the fire and we, um, we got it yes you ha- you have durin's stone and then that which has escaped the void who has that did anyone <laughs> have it no, I have that. Okay, that was you. That's the uh, meteorite sword. There's a sword that was made in the first age by Ale, the, the elf. It's black and illuminates as it's as if it was on fire. It's called Anguirel. Means fire of the. St- uh, what is it, what does it mean? Uh, the fiery star. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's, um, and its its sister sword is famous. Um, it's the one that killed Glaur on the dragon in the first age. There's only two swords made of that material, uh, but it, but it actually came from the void. Uh, so that which can see along the straight lo- road, um, who has Anglin has that, and that is the Elos Tyrian stone. Do you remember? You remember in Orthanc where they they have the seeing stone? There's one on the table right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I'm talking about, MJ? The seeing stone. Yep. Uh-oh. Did we lose him? Can you hear me? Oh yeah, now I got gotcha. you. So you, you know the the. Pe- Palantir, the Palantir. Yep, yep. There, there were seven of them originally, and the yep. seventh one, the one closest to the coast, didn't communicate with the rest of them. It looked, it looked uh, west across the straight road into where the gods are. Oh, no okay, I didn't know that. And that yeah, yeah. And so that which uh, has the greatest gift is the one that they can't figure out. Oh, okay. All right. So um, Saruman says it does make sense that. The Umbarians would be trying to collect some of these. Um, he says, what, what information do you need from me? And he said, and then he pauses and he says, ah, it is fitting that you hear, are here at Orthanc. Um, he says, it is little known that Orthanc was designed by Pterodon in the Second Age. Um, and if you want to look at your lore cards, some, one of you has Orthanc or uh, Isengard. As, and if, if you'd like to share something about Isengard right now, that's probably a few of you. Uh, it's a yeah, Duna, it's, it yeah, it's a, it's a Dunedain, uh structure, so maybe Marco, yeah. Yeah, so what I think was a black impenetrable tower uh, built by the Dunedain um, in the great years of the War of the Ring. Um, in recent years, uh, Saruman took up um, it as his like place, his hangout spot. It was like about a couple hundred years ago, I think. Um, but before that, it was uh, it was up, uh, held in upkeep by the men of Gondor. Yep. And uh, it was made in the Second Age, so like over 3,000 years ago, so it's pretty old. Okay, um, and so he just dropped the bomb. He just said that Pterodon was the designer of this thing. Oh, cool. And that... Um, of what, the, the sword? Say that again? Yeah, of... of um... Are you sleeping again, Max? Or think of the tower in Isengard, or think. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So Isengard is the area, it's named after the River Isen. Mm-hmm. Uh, or think is the tower. Yep. Oh. Uh. <clears throat> That's right. And he says, um, the catacombs underneath here... Um, were also designed later by um, um, Pterodon, um, and I've only just uh, be- begun to go down there. Um, it is heavily trap-laden, and it was clearly constructed with a purpose, but um, up until this point, I wasn't sure what that purpose was. Mm. Mm. Hmm. He says, what, um, so you've come to, to Orthanc here in Isengard because why? Other than the rest. 
Um, is it the catacombs that you seek? Sure, that seems plausible. Well, now that we're here, uh, now that they're cool. So, so let me share with you. Uh, I'm going to remind you about the item that you have. Is it real? Is this story that complicated that you guys? Uh, is it really that hard to follow? No, no, I don't think so. So this is the last thing that you got. You read in Lorien. Do you see that, MJ? Yep. Okay. Celebrimbor, by the way, was the man who designed the Rings of Power. Okay. The elf. And apparently Teradon studied the writings of Celebrimbor and learned a great deal about constructing magical items. So the, Ter- the key that he's referring to is the key that's on the south or the bottom part of the wager, right? Does anyone remember the key? Let me show it to you. Yeah, okay. That's right. The ring. Got you. You picked this up in Lorien as well. Galadriel gave it to Anglin. Yeah. So what are you seeking? So what are you seeking here in Orthanc? That's what that's what uh, he asked you. We're seeking passage to the catacombs. For what item? What is the land speed velocity? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the shield! The shield! The shield! Pterodon's yeah. shield! Wow. Max, how did you remember that? That was like the split second I was awake for. <laughs> Alright, Max, I'll stop teasing you. Thank you. And then I went back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, they're very into this campaign, you can tell. <laughs> no, it's really hard. Uh, Alright, so so you you have his signet ring. You have three of the items. You're seeking the shield, and you're trying to figure out what this fourth item is. What you're going to do with those... You know, maybe maybe um, Saruman can help you out with that. But you're you're basically seeking the catacombs now. So the shield's probably the fourth item. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, Saruman says I'll give you access to the catacombs if you share with me that um, what you learn in the catacombs. He's, he says, uh, I, I'm a seeker of knowledge, um, and uh, I seek to protect uh, Isengard. Uh, I must. I must know what is buried beneath it. Got he it. says. He says. Uh, but beware! I, I caution you um, that your eyes will deceive you in the catacombs. Uh, you must. You must uh, second guess your every thought and be careful of your every step. Will you be coming with us? He says. No. This. This. This chair is all way too comfy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a big fucking rock. <laughs> 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 Alright, can I take you guys down to the catacombs? <clears throat> yeah, let's do it. So what you see is some, um, what Faraday would describe as, uh, so you, you actually identify sort of the, the design in the floor, and, and Faraday would know that this is a, a Dunedain sort of second age art. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm going to let uh, everybody know that these are stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mixed rolls. Uh, and the neighboring room, um, so to your left, you see uh, what looks like a sarcophagus, and there's a figure on top of the sarcophagus holding a sword. A stone figure, right? Uh, well, yeah, it's like um, that scene in The Return of the King where she's praying, uh, she's like crying next to, she's having the vision of what happens oh, when yeah. Aragorn dies. It's that kind of coffin. There's a figure on top of it. Okay. Let's go check it out. There might be something inside. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll check for traps while we're moving along. You want me to make another roll? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. So, um, so like you just have to show them, like every step is going to kind of count when when there are traps. So we can't just okay. we can't just move willy nilly. Um, but if you guys want to all sort of get around the entrance of the door, and we'll do we'll just do turn order. There are no enemies down here uh, unless you count yourselves. So go ahead and do initiative rolls. Um, I'll do angle in. 
<laughs> oh, I'm rolling like a pro. <laughs> All right, so Tessero, you're going first. Um, and uh, I'm guessing I'm going to put you guys all sort of near the entrance. And Max, you go first. So uh, um, on the floor, you see sort of more second age um, Numenorian artwork, Faradir would tell you. Um, uh, um, it, it looks like no one has been down here in a very, very, very long time. Okay. Um, can I, like, check for, for traps and stuff? Sure. Right. Um, nice. You probably have some abilities related to that, right? Abilities? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some treasure hunting stuff. Okay, well, we'll see. Um, yeah, whenever you're told of a location. Hey, Josh. Oh, hey. actually. Actually, I, um, <laughs> actually, if the shield counts as treasure, then uh, whenever you're told of a location or a chance across it, uh, a location of a treasure, you may ask the lore master for three pieces of info re- regarding the locale. Um, usually treasure and obstacles. Low calorie okay. treasure? Of um, whatever treasure we're looking for. Yeah, let me give you one piece now, and you can, um, and I'll sort of dole it out as you go through this place, maybe? Okay, cool. Um, Josh, uh, is Josh still here? Do it for I'm here. Okay, uh, so Josh can take up, um, Riken. Uh, we, you guys just got the Isengard and just came down into the catacombs. You found out the catacombs and Orthanc, the the tower in Isengard, were designed by Terradon. Okay. Uh, in the Second Age, um, just just about twenty years, twenty five years after Terradon was born, so he wasn't very old. Like I said, Terradon was kind of this mystic, like uh, alchemist, like architect, kind of like this sage kind uh-huh. of character. Um, and you just found out he was also a great designer. Uh, <laughs> um, so. Okay, so you, you, you've just come down the stairs. We've done turn orders. I've, I've shared the fact that there's no enemies down here, but this you've been warned to basically doubt your every thought and watch your every step down here. Um, and um, the piece of information for Tessero um, that I would give him is that um, the, uh, we'll say... Um, Maybe you know from your time living in the north with the Dunedain that the um, that the oak leaf represented balance in nature to the Dunedain. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, yeah. Um, I also did a perception check, by the way. Let me take a look to check for traps. Okay. So you you notice that the the floor where the oak leaves are. Um, you notice there are creases sort of right on the outside and on the inside where the, um, where the white part is. Um, and, and you, you, you feel like that area moves somehow. You don't know how. It, you, okay. Um, okay. Um, Tessero's gonna, um, Tessero's gonna make, uh, he's gonna take out, uh, one of his, his trusty, uh, dwarf made pots that he uses uh, to cook that he has, and he's going to uh, throw one of them onto uh, onto this oak leaf here. Okay. Um, nothing really appears to happen. Okay, he's going to walk. You figure the pot is um, probably less, th- maybe a pound, maybe. Mm. Uh, he's going to walk, he's gonna walk over. He's going to walk over and pick up his pot. 
Okay. Uh, need you to make a dexterity save. Oh man, did Tessero drop his pot? No, he, threw, he thought he was being smart, so he, he threw it onto the thing. Um, well, that's wasteful. And, oh, up uh, And then he went to go get it, because he was like, well, I guess it's safe. He should have done a roll. Tessero loves his rolls. Yeah. Alright, so you guys see the whole area, the whole white area, it's, it looks like a donut from, from where we're looking at it. Um, the part that Tesseros is standing on, literally just the whole floor tilts towards Tessero, and, and he's, he starts sliding, um, and he manages, you manage to catch, the your pot sort of falls, uh, but you manage to catch the stone cobbles um, as you're being dumped down, and you see below you a bunch of spikes. Oh, and and the wall starts coming back up and you think if this thing like this thing is gonna smash me uh so uh go ahead and make another dex save couldn't i do acrobatics yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, actually do an acrobatics yep yep cool that is the worst i could have got yikes (laughs) All right, uh, so you guys, I'm just going to roll this publicly so you can all see it. All right, two ones. Uh, so you, so the wall like gets stuck on your like jams your foot and like you hear you hear some crunching in your toes, but you're like you're like stuck um, and you're holding on, but the floor is also tilted and, and kind of like stuck there, wedged onto you. So do I get dealt two damage? Yeah, two damage. Okay. Are you guys picturing this in your head? Yes. <laughs> Wait, what part is crushing? Like so that. The, the floor, the, you stepped on the floor. The floor went like this. You started falling, but grabbed the wall. And when the floor came back up, it kind of, it's like stuck on your foot now. You're like wedged. You, you, the floor is like trying to get back up into the neutral position, but your uh, your body is preventing it because you, you're just hanging. Okay. So I'm like here then. No, you're on the outside. Outside. You're, on, you're right here. Because okay. your weight actually weighed it down. So you didn't slide in. You slid, you slid out. Oh, okay. Cool. Hey, uh, Jared, I can't see us. All right. Uh, let me see here. How about now? Oh, yeah. There we go. Sweet. Hey, can one of us... The, uh, um, oh, never mind. Josh, did I, did I introduce you to my buddy, MJ? He's here tonight, and he's going to play an NPC. Hey, MJ. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's going on? <clears throat> so can uh, Grimald reach Tessero to grab him and pull him out? It's Faraday's turn. Okay. So, uh, so Jared, the, it's the white ring that's moving. Yeah, the whole the like donut thing with the oak leaves in the center. That 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 sort of pivots. It looks like depending on like if you're on this side, the whole thing shifts this way. If you're on this side, the whole thing shifts this way. It's, it's it works kind of like whoever the weight is, it kind of rotates. Yeah. So uh, Faradir's got to put a foot down on it real quick to, to get Tesro's feet out, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys can definitely. Uh, so, so Faradir, if you if you want to like push something against it to like wedge him out, you can. Okay. It yeah. sort of depends yeah. on how tired you are of him doing barrel rolls. If you left it there, you can't do a barrel roll for a while. <laughs> just be like, I kind of like it myself. You're like, it's stuck now. That's great. I'm just gonna walk to the other side and <laughs> walk across. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. So, you, uh, so yeah, I'll just say you you manage to sort of you figure it out. You manage to just, like pull him out. Okay. Um, and then. Uh, but, but that's that's your turn, Faradir. Okay. So Faradir, uh, Grimald, you're up. Is there something in the center here? That's the sarcophagus with the, the gentleman. Oh, right, he's, right. He, he, and he's clutching a sword on his chest. Alright. Okay, let's see. Swords here. are good. 
rope uh, across. Can I uh, ask if anybody wants to be thrown across? Tessero raises his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely Tessero, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Burry, can you throw Tessero on your turn? Oh, yeah. It's like ten, it's 10 feet across. Oh, That's somebody totally can throw it. He weighs sure. like he weighs like thirty pounds. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could throw my son ten foot. So that's <laughs> so that, that, that yeah, this is doable. Castro lets Grimald. Castro weighs forty five pounds. Imagine picking up a forty five pound weight at the gym and trying to throw it ten feet. I can that's definitely. Oh, yeah, it's not terrible. I, it's, not I, it's hard, so but yeah, it's, it's doable. Especially, especially, uh, especially Grimald here. Grimald actually might stand a chance. Um, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you. Uh, uh, just tell me who you want to do it, and I'll, t- I'll give you the difficulty. Okay. Well, I'll grab Tessero, and if he's uh, if he's willing, I'll throw him over. Right, how's he going to should tie a rope to him? Maybe. <laughs> how's he going to we'll try, we'll try to jump. Tie a rope. Himself. Anybody got a rope? <laughs> oh, actually, I do it's have like rope. A, it's like a bridge, you know. Yeah. So long jumping. When you make a long jump, you you come you cover a number of feet up to your strength score. If you move at least ten feet on foot immediately before the jump, a uh, number of feet with your strength score. So I could clear sixteen feet if I jump across. So you could make it across if I jump. I'd rather throw this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's past this. Could be deadly. <laughs> oh, it depends. Did you say equal to your strength score yeah. for a lo- for long jumps, not high jumps. Okay, cool. Okay, well, uh, but is my Boombalati shape going to slow me down? Does Dexterity not play into that at all? No. It, well, it will on landing. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are rules for, like, difficult terrain and things like that, but... Mm. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll run it's a totally couple jump. Oh, throw him. Tessero's disappointed. Is Tessero, if you let me, because I haven't heard, am I allowed to? Because if, if I can do it, I will. Oh, nice. So, what do I got to roll to throw him? So, athletics, um, and for, we'll do um, difficulty uh, 14. Okay. Uh, does Grimald have any rope on him? Or anybody? Tessero, has, Tessero has rope. That's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> bailed you out before. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll put the, we'll put a nice little, uh, <laughs> nice little loop around you. Give it to somebody, not me, because I'm throwing you. Nice. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose.